are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the the No No Shave Shave Men Game. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. Uh, I'm Jay Tilly, in case you're wondering. Hey, yo, Tilly (laughs) with the Millie. Hey, man, is there something special about today's episode, sir, outside of it being talking AEW? Yes, sir, it is. Kind of let you know right before we came on, I should have waited to surprise you with it on the show, but this is officially our 100th episode. This mm. is our 100th mm. episode of you mm. and I sitting down and, and talking trash. Now, that doesn't include all the stuff on YouTube that's kind of solo stuff. That's legit uh, podcast-specific 100th episode. Uh, our I first episode it. on a phone to here. A trip to Chicago <laughs> and now getting ready to book a trip to Philly. Yep. We go from Forbidden Door to WrestleMania. God damn, what is next on this wrestling road trip, sir? Oh, I know what man. we hope is next, but we won't talk about it because I don't want to jinx anything. But yeah. we uh, do have some things in the works that could be pretty damn cool for us. Uh, shout out to the Fightful guys for shouting us out on their show uh, tonight. Tonight, they should do another shout out for us, so that's appreciated. We saw a huge spike last week when they did it. And uh, for all those that came over from Fightful, truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, love those guys over there and gals. Sorry, I shouldn't be sexist because it's Kate that I've been dealing with the most. Uh, really appreciate everything she's been doing. Uh, you know, some feedback she gave me on the show itself and just in general uh, watching, like taking the time not just to, hey, we're going to, you you guys can pay to get sponsored, but instead of just a 30-second read, taking the time to listen to our show, talk about it a little more than what I had expected. So huge shout-out and shout-out to everybody who came to listen to us and joined us from them. Appreciate it. Let us know in the comments if Fightful sent you over. I'd appreciate it uh, just so yeah. we can kind of know what kind of a push we got because I can tell you what the numbers are showing me we got on the audio version or the, uh, yeah, so the the video. So I appreciate all that for sure. And then, like I said, maybe some other stuff coming up down the road. Uh, we'll see. Man, there's so much going on in professional wrestling. It doesn't even, not to say that it doesn't matter, but you, you know, you don't have to be in the WWE or AEW to have something going on in wrestling. You know, there's so many indie shows going on. NWA is still doing their thing. MLW is, you know, starting to gain uh, some steam. And, you know, it's just you know, Impact is doing some great stuff. It's so freaking cool, man. And, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier. I'm really looking forward to, I feel the direction of women's wrestling and the attitude where it has to be almost like this, like it's a thing, but we got to treat it differently, even though they're wrestlers just like everyone else and they can go. And, uh, you know, AEW has got some fantastic athletes on their roster. Same thing with Ring of Honor. So I'm I'm hoping and praying that, you know, we've already seen 
historic main events with women, historic main events with African-American women. Uh, Ring of Honor just did a main event, you know, with women and man. And now the rumors of what's going to go on at All In with this yeah. four-way and how it may or may not turn out. And, and this, is, whew, this is awesome. So I, I, I feel a certain way about the four-way. Uh, just touching mm-hmm. on it. I think, I, uh, I don't know how to put it. I almost think it's an easy way out. In, in quotations to get four women on the show why not just book two different matches so i kind of i think it's gonna be great yeah. i think the four of those what i assume will be the four women in it um obviously we got the eliminator uh next week but i assume it's gonna be well we know it's sheeta by the way congrats to her on first women to main event two dynamites in a row awesome and not only that the numbers they popped last for the 200th episode was definitely a a good direction was... but so you know you got sheeta my yeah. assumption is going to be brit breaker uh you're going to have soraya because uh duh it's in her hometown duh uh, yeah. and then the uh who's the fourth one? Oh my oh tony storm she is using her so it's going to be a good mix of women all four are really good and know what they're doing in the ring uh but i'd rather see soraya and sheeta and then Tony and Britt Baker separately, like give them two separate matches. But I'll take it. I think it's yeah. gonna be a great match. Uh, and that and that's not the only match that we got announced for the card. Uh, wow, all Man. in FTR Young Bucks three. Mm. Yes, please. Wow. Like, get, mm. Give it, give it all to me. I I want, and I know this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I want all in to be like a four hour event, six hour. I don't care because factually. It is the biggest wrestling event in history. And so I'm not just saying that because I'm an AEW. It is legit money, so crazy. everything-wise, the biggest wrestling event in history. So that's, g- give me some hype, man. Like, hard let's, to believe, let's man. Let's go. Let's let's push it up. Let's pump it yeah. up. Let's let's go nuts. And, and we'll dive into Dynamite here in a second. But uh, we got a lot of other stuff we're kind of talking about. But, yeah, I just, yeah, man, like 80. So I think I saw the max capacity they've got it set up for is like 80,752 or something like that. And I think they're at 78,000. And I'm sorry, as soon as Omega announces, which I have no idea. I don't know what Omega is going to do. But my guess is going to be something big, and it'll be next week. Probably Takeshita, which maybe not pu- may not push the numbers as much as if you were to do a big announcement like Okada or, you know, CM Punk or something like that. But I still think as soon as he announces he'll be there, you'll you'll get another spike in ticket sales. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just I don't think it's done. I think mm. I think the Sting announcement with uh, you know Sting and Darby versus Swerve and Ar Fox. Oh come on, man, that's gonna be great. So I am curious. I haven't looked at the numbers oh, wow. today. I'm curious if they got a spike after Dynamite. Yeah, you would you would think that they would have to, and you know you you fantasy book the matches in your head and then you know the following weekend they have another pay-per-view so is it like we're gonna flip the title to flip it back or it's gonna end hokey so we're gonna have to do part two um you know omega says hey you know okada and i have unfinished business or because i don't recall him being booked for a match yet and i just like it almost doesn't matter what match with the roster of new japan ring of honor and aew it's going to be a banger and you know then we get the news um zero hour (laughs) like seriously we're going to get the world champion and adam cole baby against um aussie open 
Like, so wow. I, I'm just glad you wow. brought that up because I wanted to pick that apart a little bit. I think, in, in my opinion, and what I think is happening, is I think uh, Adam Cole is playing MJF. I think we're going to see Adam Cole come out of this as the heel at the end of it because I think he's setting yeah. him up to do this tag match to wear him out. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the match and Cole feigns an injury or doesn't tag in as much or something. And then we get to the main event and MJF is taking an ass kicking from Aussie Open because those guys don't go soft. And yeah, they're, they're, they're legit. Stiff. So, you know, he comes in all taped up or something and here Adam Cole is just fine. And it was all a big game from the beginning <laughs> to earn his trust and and do this to him. So, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's pretty cool it's some cool booking and i enjoyed that for sure yeah and i don't want to see him break up i love the dynamics between those two i think it's fantastic the the bromance they've got <laughs> the the dodgeball with the kids <laughs> the, Bro, the trampoline park. hey Man. hey look how high i can jump look how high i can jump and then you got mjf pegging kids in the face i thought that was i was laughing my butt off man it was so good uh, so I don't want to see that come to yeah, an I end. Wish, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him continue it on. Um, you know, you got to get to all in and then all out. Does one, does something happen? Yeah, I mean, you could book it so many different ways, but I, I agree with you. I think there's going to be a, a big, big double swerve um, or maybe MJF beats him to the punch and he becomes that sleazeball heel. But I, you know, I think Adam Cole um, would that would be a really good one. But now with this little ex girlfriend Roderick Strong, strong yep. feel, uh, the ex girlfriend vibes. Um, you know, what do you? How do you? How do you play through that? If Cole is a heel, is he now bringing the kingdom in? So now he's got a faction. If he's a babyface, now he's got you know some mid card folks as his foil for his first challenge. I don't. I- I don't think that's the direction. They I, I think go he's with. bringing them in. I think it's going to be, and that might lead into some of the story. Is is we get the the tag match and the Kingdom come out and jump Cole ringside or something, you know, and then we yep. see him, you know. So MJF is going to carry on the match and do everything he can to try to win for his buddy, and then you find out at the end that oh he's just fine, or you know they cut to a clip mm. dynamite after the fact. Like, that would be a good. Let's one. say Cole beats him, and it's because MJF is so beat up. Cole ends up beating him then you see like dynamite after the fact some found footage of them talking in the backstage area you know or something like that or the opposite right maybe it's gonna be a straight up they're just gonna remain together and you're gonna spin off into a feud with the kingdom and mjf and and uh adam cole having that tighter bond going up against the kingdom with roderick strong and then as a third person Mm -hmm. you could bring warlow back you know, Orlo comes back in and says, hey, I was wrong about you. And like, you've, I, I see you've changed from when you and I were together. And now you got your third and now you got a three on three. But fantasy mm. booking, who knows? Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that. I mean, I don't think obviously you, we've got the pay-per-view within the next three weeks. So, I mean, they got to kind of get get the story going. But if it if it was right after all in and all out. The slow burn, just that story. Um, yep. It is. You're right. It is hilarious. Like double clothesline. It's so much fun. Oh, I just. It, it's one of the like. It, I think it's the best storyline going right now. Personally, I just I'm having a lot of fun with it. I don't know where it's mm-hmm. gonna go. Hell, we just booked two to three different scenarios that could happen, and knowing AEW, it's gonna be something different than all that, and we're gonna get swerved even more. Yeah. So I yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I think it's a great, uh, just a great storyline and, and some really good booking uh, on, on their part. And then speaking about splits and everything, what did you think about the JAS breaking up? Uh, 
Um, I felt like it was time, and this is a different way of breaking up a faction that's been together for so long, especially when you have that Jake uh, Jericho mm-hmm. bond. You know, they've known each other forever. Every iteration of Jericho has had Jake, you know, right there. And then, you know, everybody involved are bigger stars since, you know, meeting up with Jericho, like you said. But is that going to translate into anything on the roster, the way it's constructed? And there, you know, they were always the supporting actor. So hopefully um, they can continue on with something. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. What is he going to tell Callus? How is that going to go? Um, and then, damn, dude, put a rocket on Guevara and put him back in the world title picture. And you can keep that little, like, pillar yep. thing going with Darby Allen being stuck in a feud and you know with the looming retirement of sting sting um that could go so many different directions too so yeah there's there's so many different things that they can do now um garcia can go on and just be like the sleaziest sports entertainer now or is he gonna yeah hopefully it's the latter and uh garcia stays with the sports entertainer shtick because i love it i think it's funny yeah yeah I, i do too uh, my so a couple things on the Jericho thing. I thought everybody that did the mic work was really good. I, it was believable. I felt emotional. However, I wish the rumor and the spoiler, if you want to call it, that we're going to get Jericho and Will Ospreay hasn't le- hadn't leaked because I think it's a swerve. I think Jericho is going to come out and Don Callis is going to be there. He's like, ah, I fooled you, you dumbass. Like, here's we're never getting broke up, and you know, and then you know Don Callis is mad and he brings in Will Ospreay. So. Maybe I, I just I think that's where they're gonna go. But my problem with that is is you've got Don Callis who's like the invisible hand, supposed to be the smartest guy in the room. So does he see that coming? And is he gonna be ready for it? I just don't know how they go from what they're doing to Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho. Now the only other thing I can think of is the verbiage wasn't Will Ospreay versus Jericho. It was Will Ospreay wow. and Jericho work. Or Will or Jericho is working Will Ospreay. So maybe they go in as a tag team and we get a tag team match. Maybe those two against Guevara and Garcia. I just don't know. I'm curious where it's all going to go because I don't think you want Jericho walking into all in as a baby face. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. You're not going to get, I don't, um, you're not going to get that crowd to boo Will Ospreay. I don't think again, hometown, hometown guy. So. But the way the storyline's going, he's kind of a babyface. Now, everybody's just abandoned him. He's having a yeah. uh, crisis of conscience. He's got to figure out what's right and what he needs to do. So I just, I'm very curious how, how we're getting from A to Z and, and you know, how they're going to, I guess, trust the process on this one. But it, this one's got me stumped. Yeah. Like, how do you? Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, how do you, whoop, <laughs> it's a, it's a big leap of faith. Like, you know, creative is going to be able to make this connection, you know, do you, and would Jericho and Osprey tag right. when Osprey hates Canada and Jericho's Canadian or does, how do you get from there though? And then Aussie open is on the zero hour. So you wouldn't involve Aussie open. Yep. Osprey, yeah. you know, his faction from New Japan. And the other yeah. the other wrench in the whole yeah, thing that's a good is, one. That's a, you know, he's, uh, Will Osprey's still going through the G1 and he's advanced. So it's not even going to be like freed up to come do any dynamites between now and then, except for maybe mm. the go-home show. I just, I don't see the yeah. points connecting. I just, I'm very curious. I hope it's not as simple as Don Callis saying, yeah. hey, you know, 
join my team. I can get you a really good match. I'll set you up with Will Ospreay. I can make that happen. Like, what what a cop-out that'll be. But it could work. Mm. I mean, it's lazy booking. It's very WWE style. Yeah, it's lazy, but... Uh, but it could work. I think on the night, though, that match is going to be really good. I, I think it's going to be a, a very interesting clash of styles and ages and generations, but I think it'll be a, a damn good match. Yeah, I, I wish... I wish like Jericho was or Osprey is what Jericho was. Um, yeah. And this was some kind of like torch passing. And, you know, like the the value of a win against Jericho, you know, is like the ultimate rub. Like Cody getting his arm raised by Lesnar is extremely significant because that was like, you know, the curtain call almost because that wasn't scripted that was real and the way this match would go down you know they're going to want it to be real and can osprey slow down enough to you know work a match with jericho just like can jericho speed up enough so they you know meet somewhere in the middle like whew, man that would that would be something part of my concern is that exact thing is are they going to be able to like i think the match would be great because i don't think either one of them will let it not be however i could see right. it being clunky in places just because they pre- they've never worked together that i know of they may have worked together in new japan i'm not sure yeah. but yeah I, it'll be interesting i mean it's it's a lot of pressure on jericho in all honesty because that's a mark that'll be a marquee matchup at the biggest event that you're gonna have and eighty thousand people singing judas oh my god that is gonna be so loud <laughs> he's got to be able to carry oh and not, i don't want to say carry osray because yeah. that's not it but he's gonna have to be able to uh hang not look old and slow yes like that's yeah no offense to Jericho. No. I, I don't yeah. I don't mean that in an insulting way, but anybody looks old and slow next to Osprey if they're yeah. not able to keep up with him that way. Yeah. So so it, it'll be interesting. And speaking of looking old and slow though, man, I dude, think the Hardys It's time. Did you know you know that's where oh, I was going? Huh? I can see it in your face. I've been a Hardys fan forever, a long mm-hmm. time. I watched them against the Young Bucks. They lost against the Young Bucks. And I was like, show the respect, take your boots off and like and I don't want to tell anybody how to run their career. If they're still loving it and doing it and bumping around, that's fine. But I was I had a mediocre bar for that match and it didn't even hit that because the Young Bucks tried. Now for a tune up match for the Young Bucks who haven't done tag team in a while. Okay, that's fine. And I think the FTR match is going to blow us out of um, just, just going to be amazing. Because uh, the first two were amazing. Yeah. But for the Hardys, man, I just, I'm ready for them to just kind of go, okay, like we know we're the, the old guys in the room now, which I can't even say that because then look at Sting, right? <laughs> Dude's taking bumps off of tables and knocking teeth out. And now he's going to go against Swerve and AR Fox, two of the fastest dudes there yeah, are. Yeah. That's. That's going to be another one. That's going to be one of those, like, you can have a five-star match with a broomstick. Sting, I need you to be a broomstick. Just lay there or (laughs) stand there and let them. No sell some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, you know, they try and do the stinger splash on him and he, ah, and the whole crowd would just go freaking bonkers. So, um, do you think it's going to be his last match? I want to say yes, but then I think he would want to do it in the States. And oh yeah, that's the true. The following week, um, you know, however the match ends, um, you know, Sting looks at, or you know, maybe they announce it on Wednesday. You know, a, you know, I realized that the industry has moved on, and I'm moving backwards, and you're moving forward, and I want to go out on my shield, and I'm challenging you to a all out. Maybe. Oh, it's, that's a good you know, idea. So, um, you know, kind of like how yeah. how the matches at Payback are going to be no shit. Like, I'm going to get payback on you. So, 
right who's gonna get who does cody want to get payback for is it you know finn for something that happened on the indies is it you know um orton shows up even though he's probably not medically ready yet like hey you know where were my shout outs when you were talking about being mentored and all that you know do you remember me i was there your first match i held your little hand when you were still wet behind these bubbles so um but yeah i i can't wait to see how they get everything in the neat little package and uh send sting off the right way and um 80, dude i just yeah maybe that is the right way uh, maybe i mean he's that, not gonna be saying, in a, like yeah he's not gonna be around uh, a bigger crowd i i i think you're right yeah or, I or I, I like your idea though. Like, like Ar Fox and and Swerve win because Sting gets beat, and then yeah, the next week he comes out and says, "Hey, I've I've cost you a match. I think it's time, and let's at all out next week. Let's you and I have it, and it'll be my final match." Because then you got that eighty thousand people pop, which is gonna be awesome. And then yeah, he can cut if he wants to. I mean, the rumor was he wanted to retire, so it's got to be coming soon. And but see some of the stuff he's doing. It's like, dude, like save yourself. Yeah, yeah. Save Ooh. your bump card. It's full. Yeah. You're on your third bump card. You don't yeah. need another one. Like you're good to go, brother. Yeah, he's but he, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I believe he's in the TNA Hall of Fame. Uh, AEW when they get a Hall of Fame, he'll be in that. He's probably in every international wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's been there, done that. Got a couple T-shirts and. Um, yeah, I mean it's a it's this huge changing of the guard, right? Well, so we're what's up? Uh, no, I was just I, side thought. Speaking of T-shirts, I know somebody going to All In, and I'm going to be like, "Hey, Triple mm. X All In shirt, please, sir. Thank yeah. you." <laughs> I was there, snicker, snicker. The uh, um, sorry, I totally de- yeah, de- been there, de- derailed you. T-shirt. Um, oh, changing of the guard. Yeah, I mean we've got all of our you know all the you know guys and girls that we watched and enjoyed. You know, Hardys. It's time for them to go. And we remember them when they were no shit, the Hardy boys, like they were boys. And, um, you know, you look at AJ Styles now, Samoa Joe, um, you know, they're all toward towards their end of their career. And the industry is in really good hands. And, um, yeah, I, can't, I, I think we're in a really cool place. And, you know, thank AEW for being that sort of catalyst for the industry. And the indies are better. WWE is significantly better. Im- oh, yeah. Impact is better. Um, NWA still wants to be NWA, so they're you know they're they've got whatever niche that they feel that they want to fill. Um, so yeah, dude, I'm I'm glad AEW's here, and uh, I am stoked for this card. I look forward to Collision and Dynamite. Rampage is still um, you know kind of growing on me every now and then. It it uh, and that that parking lot brawl hits. last week though, dude, Oof. that was. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, that was very cool. Definitely catch that one if you haven't. Um, that's up there with with some of the more entertaining storytelling that uh, AEW has done. So speaking cool. of that, what, what do you think the BCC and Mox are going to do for uh, All In? I'm wondering if the Pack being injured thing isn't as serious, and we're going to see Pack join Death Triangle, and we'll get Death Triangle versus BCC just because the way the match ended with them taking the mask and beating them down real good and Again, pack hometown guy. Do we? I don't know. I just you know Moxley and the BCC are going to be there. Yeah, it would be a shame if if 
if Pack misses it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm wondering if this is going to be, hey, I'm not as hurt as you thought, and he's going to show up and 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 we'll have a triple threat match. Yeah, yeah. I uh, what does uh, what's Orange Cassidy doing right now? Have they announced him for? Nope, not yet. So the other rumor was Moxley versus uh, Moxley versus Orange Cassidy for mm-hmm. the international title, which I'm down for that too. Yeah, that would Let's be do that. nuts. Instant credibility for that title. And, yep. you know, this is would be a case of a man making a title. Does it, what does that do now for the, the world title that Punk is carrying around? So it's, you know, does, yeah, that's, that's going to be a weird one. So Cole beats MJF. MJF then bumps into CM Punk mm. in a promo. And then they jump into a program for the real world title because no one ever beat no no one ever beat him for that title blah 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 something but yeah there's so many things going on with AEW and it's like and it's not obvious which is so much fun yeah and, you know like when we were talking during our um, remember 22 episode where we feel like wrestling is a sort of a safe place to you know be ourselves and you know that suspended belief in AEW is like the perfect prescription for someone who's frustrated with wrestling who um can only watch bits and pieces of lucha underground on YouTube so the best <laughs> alternative <laughs> had to get it in somewhere huh <laughs> the best alternative uh is AEW and Ring of Honor and uh we when we were talking about um Ring of Honor getting like a dedicated show or streaming service on Paramount. That's that's a must. You mean uh, AEW, right? Uh, Ring of Honor is supposed to get, you know, they're supposed to have a dedicated show. Oh, okay. Although... I thought they already had theirs. It's... Uh, Isn't that what the Honor Club is? No, but what the, what I'm saying is they would get a show on a network, like Paramount. Oh, so oh, if you oh, get okay. Paramount Plus, you can watch Ring of Honor. Well, shit, I'm going to go get R- Paramount Plus because I really like Ring of Honor. Um, not just because I want to watch all the episodes of 1883, <laughs> which is a damn good show, man. <laughs> it's a good Jeez. show. Yep. I was like, don't knock man. it, though. That's a good one. So is the, what was the next one? 1922? That girl's voice when she's narrating. Yeah. I'm like, why did why did it have yeah. to go that way? Uh, yep. Yeah. That, those are both yeah. really good shows. I, you know what's funny? Those I've, yet, I've never watched Yellowstone. Really? So I haven't seen what started yeah. the whole thing. So I, I probably should go back and watch those. But yeah, I've not watched Yellowstone. Wow. But I have watched 1883 and 1923. Yeah. Both yeah. fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Just And I just finished Suits. Oh, yeah. Another great show. Just on yeah, a random Yeah, I got pod. to like season <laughs> six. And, uh... So I will say that you got to probably the best parts because I, I liked it up until then. And then after that, I'm like, all right, this is getting kind of silly now. Off, but yeah. yeah, so, but it was really good the first six seasons for sure. See, we don't only talk wrestling. We there talk television is, shows yeah. too. And that's something yeah. I can go on and on about. I have a yeah. list of shows that I recommend people and watch. And AEW is on their fifth year and they get better every episode and i love the fact that like the first few episodes were kind of clunky and we were bitching and moaning and then COVID hit and they changed the game how we watch wrestling to the point where wwe had to catch up with aew and it's hard to believe when the juggernaut the 60-year juggernaut um has to pivot and that's is a that's is a big machine to turn um, where AEW was quickly able to pivot over to Daly's place, where this awesome, intimate, just awesome uh, wrestling experience. And then you know WWE thought, well, we could have more people pay to be on the screens, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it and hold up racist yeah. signs or Chris Benoit pictures, yeah. Yeah. and it uh, 
you know, it served the purpose for what we needed, what we were going through. And, you know, I'm glad AEW was able to not just persevere, but grow into this awesome entity that is professional wrestling and to the point where they're going to be in freaking uh, damn Wembley and have 80 plus thousand people screaming, oh, you know, singing with um, Jericho or Judas. Judas. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're going to have the, oh, the sting God. pop. You're going to get uh, Adam oh, Cole, baby. Oh, that's oh, going to be goodness. on the Richter scale. And the boom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be insane. But not only they're in Wembley, like your their talk is the money deal they're looking at is WWE style. Like they're already looking at WWE like TV buy-ins, and I'm like, there you go. Like, and five years old. That's amazing. Them. And Tough I agree. I, I think, yeah, I I agree though. Like, I I'm curious where they'd be out if COVID didn't happen because we know they pivoted so well. Like, did that pivot help them or hurt them? Like, would they be bigger and more popular? I, I'm very curious. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, if they wouldn't have pivoted, because there were talks during all that that WWE was going to shut down for a while, and AEW said we're not going to. So WWE had to adjust and not shut down because they would. To be honest, if they'd have shut down, can you imagine everybody would have flooded to not everybody, but a lot of people would have flooded over, and it would have probably put AEW ahead of them. So yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to. I don't know. It's like one of those what if moments in life. Like, what if wrestling shut down? Like, what would have happened? Whew, that would have sucked. I remember getting so sad when I heard, when I thought, when the talk was, hey, they might have to stop doing wrestling. What? No. Like, I need yeah. that in my the, life. You've taken everything else away. There's zero, like, personal exchange with anyone. I have to wear a mask 24-7. And now you're going to take wrestling? Come on. What else is there? Damn you, virus. But uh, we persevered, and we quickly became used to professional wrestling and um, cinematic matches, and you know, odd debuts with Hardy in the in um, you know Jaguar oh, Stadium. You're like, oh. <laughs> but we also got things like the Stadium Stampede, which was yes. a blast. Yeah. So Man, the good, the bad, the ugly, and you know, here we are. We're coming full circle. Um, you know, Sheeta is our world champion, and you know, she's going to be have an opportunity to carry the title for the company that she carried during a difficult time into Wembley, get that massive pop, and just imagine when Soraya's name is announced and new. My yep. word. And I think there's more of a chance of that now with it being a mm-hmm. fatal four-way. Although, man, we'll have to do it all in. Ooh, my voice cracked up. Sorry, guys. Puberty is hitting me. <laughs> we'll have to do a uh, all-in preview show because there's a lot of, like, twists and turns that can happen on this card. And I, I want to I wanna write them down and be like, all right, this is what I think and see how accurate we are. Uh, and then, you know, we talked to... Uh, no, Go you ahead. got the all-in. What's going to happen? What is that going to turn into for all-out? And then what is it going to do for AEW's storyline? The title picture, the is there going to be some amazing return that no one saw coming? Um, I like your, I love your pack idea. Um, I really love the pack idea. You know, him being an uh, Eng, uh, English dude, I think that would be cool. And, you know, as much as I want to see Aldis come in and sort of be part of Cody's hard times, I don't think he has the clout to make a connection for WWE fans, and they wouldn't want to show... I thought he signed. Um, I thought I read that uh, he signed a producer role. Yeah, and... Um, I want to say Fightful. Was it? Put out hmm. that he... Yeah, I want to say that he was backstage at Raw, 
and was in that maybe it was the final negotiations, but to be a producer, not uh, on screen talent. So he's going WWE from what I yeah, understand. I read for Robert Rude that he was uh, behind uh, behind scenes now. Yeah, I was hoping that all this thing was a nasty rumor. It needs to be in the ring, yeah. man. Damn. It, it still might be. If it wasn't Fightful, it could still be a nice, nasty rumor. Fightful's pretty good. And it, yeah, I honestly don't remember where I heard it, but I, I did hear that. Uh, the other rumor, though, is that uh, Nigel McGinnis is going to come out of retirement and take on Danielson. So that would be another great pop be for one and just a really monumental thing. I have a feeling that was the plan prior to him breaking his arm. So I'm curious. I still can't believe he did that move with his where, leg. He was like, Argh. oh, no. Man, that had to hurt. So yeah, but I'm curious if that uh, if that's been delayed. Like I don't know where he's at on his healing scale. Like is he going to be good to go? Is he re? Is is it enough time to rehab and be ready? It's it's probably not. That was a pretty significant yeah, that, break. That looked gnarly, man. It was a brutal yeah. looking. So break. what did you think of the attack on Penta and taking off the mask? So if they haven't done it a bunch of times, I'd have been more like it hit more. But I feel like damn Penta loses his mask all the time. <laughs> like he lost it during the feud with FDR. He lost it during the feud to the Young Bucks. Like, I feel like it's a thing that just happens now. And it's a shame because I thought the beatdown in general was really good. The the Phoenix selling the knee when he did that dive even made me go, oh, he hurt himself. And then them attacking the knee on top of it. That's when I was like, all right, it's a work. But that was really good. So I thought the attack looked good. And then Mox yelling down the camera, Eagles don't attack flies. So I was like, <laughs> all right, there. That's the Mox I want to see. Uh, but that that's what I think is going to lead to pack coming back is because they didn't just end it it didn't just end as a match and feud's going to continue uh are we going to get another man I don't, I don't know i would rather see mock excuse me i'd rather see moxley and cassidy i think than uh than the three-way so maybe they sell the phoenix injury and it's pack and uh pack and penta versus penta versus yeah versus yuda shit and, and then claudio isn't going to defend uh, his world title claudio oh yeah that's another part of it right do we Maybe Pac shows up and challenges Claudio. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I that'd be good too. Get get Pac in there and have him beat Claudio. That'd be a good pop. But again, I don't know how serious the injury is if it's legit. So uh, that's the one thing I love about AEW. Man, you never know. You know. And then Statlander, what's she going to do it all in? Is it going to be a rematch with Martinez? Yeah, there, there's so many questions on this card still. And the fact that they've already almost sold 80,000 tickets blows like, my mind. Your card isn't even solid yet. You're a company that's five years old. And I don't know why this seems so significant because the company's five years old. But you hear Super Bowl and you're like, okay, tickets are two grand instantly. Before you even know who, what teams are even in it, you hear Super Bowl in this city. You're like, okay. Uh, room is going to be five times the price, blah, blah, blah. But you hear, oh, yeah, dude, I'm going to all in. And it's just like to be in that in the DNA and be such a strong thing already. I'm I'm just blown away. I'm so happy for them. So happy for the industry. And uh, it gives us even more to talk about because you can book it so many different ways to the pay-per-view, out of the pay-per-view, to the next storyline, out of this storyline, okay, if we get a double swerve and you're going to get this, that, and the other, oh, my God, and then you come out with something, it's just so much fun. And, you know, we've got the four-way for the women's world title. You've got the um, all of the different titles that haven't been decided. You hear MJF main eventing with Adam Cole, sign here, buddy, like, wow, that's just wow. Yeah, and, and you know it, the the other thing about it with the eighty thousand people, oh, man, it's just a <laughs> mad number God. to think about, right? But 
what do they do next year to top it? Like, how do they... And I know Tony Khan has said he wants All In, All Out to kind of be his WrestleMania weekend. And I like his approach to it, to do it two weekends apart uh, and do two different cities. I think that's a good way to do it. But I just don't know if you're going to get an 80,000-person crowd in the States right now. Uh, Just looking at what they're selling right now, where they're at in the markets, I don't see it happening. However, if All In is a huge success and it's this big, grandiose thing, and next year they go to Ireland at a big stadium and they do 90,000 people or whatever... Then you start building that buzz up about, oh, man, this is a destination to go to. Uh, you know, you go to Japan and sell the Tokyo oh my Dome God. for Imagine an AEW All-In show. an right? American promotion selling out the Tokyo Dome and Will Osprey and Kenny Omega main event. <laughs> oh, forget what? it, man. It'd be so good. <laughs> well, I mean, I know he wanted to do Forbidden Door 2. Original talk was to try to go to the Tokyo Dome. So, you know, that'd be or uh, the, the Sumo Hall or whatever that one is. I forget what it's called. That'd be but, nuts. So you build that buzz around it, and next thing you know, you could draw those numbers to the states. Because I, not that I'm saying WWE doesn't have 80,000 millions of fans or whatever it is, but most of the people that, I wouldn't say most, people that go to WrestleMania are probably those guys that just watch WrestleMania. Or, you know, they're not fanatics, let's say, kind of like, eh, that's a, a, a pun there because fanatics <laughs> owns their shop anyway. But they're not like the crazy AEW fans where... Uh, you know, it's more, I guess, casual. I, I don't like the term casual fan, but I feel like WrestleMania packs them, those WrestleMania buildings with casual fans a lot. And, and I may be wrong. I could be completely wrong, but we'll find out in Philadelphia yeah, next I year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you'll see, you know, there's a percentage that's media. There's a percentage that's, you know, all the television. There's the percentage that just want to be seen there. And then, you know, you have all the other ancillary stuff that's occurring around WrestleMania week with the the impacts and the WrestleCons. Uh, there's this thing called the gathering when all wrestlers get together. It's similar to a, a WrestleCon. And uh, yeah, just everything that comes along with WrestleMania weekend, you know, AEW could easily figure that out because they're, you know, they just get their marketing and, and rah-rah team from the Jags. And, you know, they use that model for when they're the away team and how do they get you know, how do they get the pockets of fans? I think AEW can do it. And, you know, wrestling fans have shown that they will freaking travel to hell and back to see uh, AEW. And man, we're going to have a good time doing it. So looking forward to uh, whatever the next show is that we end up attending for um, AEW because they are so much fun. Absolutely. Well, with that, I think it's a good place to wrap. If you're having fun listening to us talk about having fun, check us out wherever you get your podcasts from. No Shave Man Cave is us. That's us. No shaving. Get it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, No Shave Man Cave, uh, wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple, Spotify, all that stuff, please, please, please like uh, give us a review, all that good stuff, um, you Woo! know, so we can continue to grow and, and hit the metrics. Uh, it's just fun fact. We hit 74 yeah. in the Apple iTunes Wrestling US podcast was the highest. We dropped it back down a little, but yeah, we hit up to 70, 74. So that's that's huge. Top 100, right? So that's pretty cool uh, for a young fledgling uh, duo who is scrambling to find their way in this <laughs> podcasting YouTube world. But appreciate all the love and support from everybody. Follow us on our socials, No Shave Man Cave on X, uh, threads, all that other good stuff, TikTok, wherever you get your social media from. Uh, I probably eventually need to build that 
Facebook page. It's probably a good idea. So <laughs> I'll look at doing that sometime this weekend. Uh, watch us live every Tuesday and Thursday, 6 p.m. Again, that's 6 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube and Rumble. We are here. We're going to chat hour, 45 minutes, whatever we decide. But uh, check us out. And then Saturdays, be on the lookout at the uh, uh, Fantasy Sports Corporation channel, Fantasy Sports Core uh, channel. We go live and kind of do a wrestling week review and wrap up there. Uh, good folks there. A lot of fun stuff. They uh, helped us out along the way. So we're going to plug them for sure and have them, uh, you know, check us check out over there. And if you like football and fantasy sports and anything else, they've got it all covered for you. So check them out again. Appreciate everybody listening. Give us a like, a subscribe, a follow, all that fun stuff. So you can be notified when we go live. Uh, Big news coming up on the 22nd of this month. We have a pretty special guest. Uh, spoiler, we pre-recorded it, but that's all right. It's not coming out to the 22nd. Uh, special guest got a little heavy, got into some really good wrestling talk. So looking forward to putting that one out. And uh, shout out to our guest, and we'll we'll start plugging it a little more as we get closer. That's all I got. I'm going to do the hot tag out. Bump and feed, bump and feed. Yes, sir. Happy celebratory. One hundo. Can't believe it. We went from the couch to the century mark uh, in such a short time. Appreciate everybody being on this ride with us. Uh, Commish and, and the whole crew over at Fantasy Sports Corp. And uh, to all of our sponsors, really, really appreciate it. ACAS has been the best. Not as good as this tag team here. Your favorite veterans talking wrestling whenever we can. Like, share, subscribe. And until next time, my friends, my fam. Make sure your brothers and sisters in arms know that we love you. Hurry up, get your ass home. We really appreciate what you're doing for us. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on The Floor. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.